Welcome to the Making Footprints, Not Blueprints podcast. My name is Andrew James Brown and I'm the minister of the Unitarian Church in Cambridge, UK. Knowing that full scope always eludes our grasp, that there is no finality of vision, that we have perceived nothing completely and that, therefore, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk, I hope that, on occasions, you'll find here a helpful liberal, religious and philosophical reflection that encourages you to journey through life, making footprints rather than blueprints. Welcome. The Work of Love, or How to Resist in the Dark Ages A short thought for the day offered to the Cambridge Unitarian Church as part of the Sunday service of Mindful Meditation. Picking up on something I noted two weeks ago, last week I wrote a short thought for the day for you about Jesus' commandment to love one another and why, when it is understood in a certain way, I think it can be called a new commandment. I also noted that the new commandment to love one another seems central to any religion worth its salt and it has always seemed to me that this commandment alone, this alone, if it is done is sufficient, quite sufficient. Because this commandment is sufficient, quite sufficient, if it is done, then in my book anyway, every non-Christian religion and every secular non-religious philosophy which, or person who, also preaches the same commandment is fine by me. One secular non-religious figure who has had a major influence on my own thinking about the commandment to love one another, is the veteran American historian and political activist Mike Davis, best known here in the UK thanks to his writing for the New Left Review. Sadly, this summer we learnt that he had stopped his treatment for terminal esophageal cancer and had begun palliative care. He has perhaps six to nine months to live. Personally, I send love and best wishes to him. Given this, when last month I saw an interview with him in the Guardian newspaper, I wanted to see what final thoughts he wished to pass on to us. The part of the interview that struck me most powerfully followed this question by the piece's author, Lois Beckett. Quote, You have been organising for social change your whole life. How do you deal with a future that feels so bleak? Unquote. Davis replied as follows, quote, For someone my age who was in the civil rights movement and in other struggles of the 1960s, I've seen miracles happen. I've seen ordinary people do the most heroic things. When you've had the privilege of knowing so many great fighters and resistors, you can't lay down the sword, even if things seem objectively hopeless. I've always been influenced by the poems Brecht wrote in the late 30s, during the Second World War, after everything had been incinerated, all the dreams and values of an entire generation destroyed. And Brecht said, well, it's a new Dark Ages. How do people resist in the Dark Ages? What keeps us going, ultimately, is our love for each other and our refusal to bow our heads, to accept the verdict, however all-powerful it seems. It's what ordinary people have to do. You have to love each other. You have to defend each other. You have to fight. 
Unquote. Before going on, lest you mishear what Mike Davis means when he talks about fighting in this interview anyway, he makes it absolutely clear that he means, quote, organise as massively as possible, non-violent civil disobedience, unquote. Now, along with the interviewer, Lois Beckett, most of us are more and more regularly asking ourselves how on earth we are going to deal with a future that feels so bleak. And what I find deeply encouraging about Davis's answer, uttered as it is from a secular, non-religious perspective, is that it is basically the same answer as that given by our own liberal Christian tradition's founding figure, Jesus, in his new commandment to love one another. A commandment which, of course, has its roots deep in Jesus' own Jewish faith. The connections here help illustrate the truth of our own church's motto, which says, we need not think alike to love alike. And this is why Davis's words, secular though they are, dovetail so seamlessly with the religious words of our weekly liturgy. It's important to remember that the word liturgy literally means the work of the people, deriving from laos, meaning people, and ergon, meaning work. And a major element of our Sunday service of mindful meditation is the work of becoming ever better aware of, and better at paying attention to and becoming mindful of, the truth expressed by Davis, that what keeps us going, ultimately, is our love for each other. This is why we say together, week by week, that love is the doctrine of this church, and why we give thanks for the mystery and miracle of love. This is why we reaffirm our desire to become the hands of holy creativity, love and justice, and why, along with the Zen Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh, we evoke the presence of the great compassion. And this is why, along with the 18th century Anglo-American Christian Universalist George de Beneville, we remember that, taken together, all these things insist that we preach the universal and everlasting gospel of boundless, universal love for the entire human race, without exception, and for each one in particular. Just like the Tai Chi practitioner, who practices their basic moves day by day, week by week, in order to get them deep into their body, so that when the moments for action present themselves, they are instantly ready and able to defend themselves and others from violence, we come together each week to get the movements of love deep into our heads, hearts and hands. So we are instantly ready and able, always non-violently, to defend ourselves and others from the violence that is daily being inflicted upon ordinary people everywhere, by the neoliberal free market ideologues, xenophobic nationalist leaders, gilded oligarchs, billionaire sheikhs and silicon deities who are the major bringers of darkness to our own times. Yes, ours is a dark and darkening age. Things are bleak. And we need fearlessly to acknowledge this. Because where everything is bad, it must be good to know the worst. And where all is rotten, it is our work to cry, stinking fish. 
But despite this, Davis is right. What will keep us going ultimately is our love for each other. And that is why we in this church reaffirm each week that all is never lost to anyone who lives in the presence of the great compassion and is therefore able to hear and fulfil Jesus' ever new commandment to love one another. Let those with ears hear, those with eyes see. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the Making Footprints, Not Blueprints podcast. So, farewell for now, and remember, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk. See you on the path. Mm -hmm.